Amen. It is, uh, it is good news that uh, God welcomes and, and calls the, the, the broken, the thirsty, the, the tired um, to uh, come and be healed, be made whole. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't call the qualified, but He qualifies the called. That's the good news. And really, it doesn't seem like good news, but it's good news also that he doesn't let us stay there. Doesn't just let us stay at the fountain, but then sends us out wherever we go. Sends us out even around the world, which is what we're going to be talking about today. That God is at work rescuing the world And he's rescuing the world through the transformation and empowering of God's church. That's uh, you and me. And everybody else in those 17 time zones that gathered in the name of Jesus. Uh, As I've, uh, there really are two things in, in the scriptures that are some of the, the core stories, the, 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 some of the core threads that run through. And, and one um, that I, I mention a lot is that, that God will use every experience in our lives to draw us um, and to, to Himself and to develop in us the very character of Christ. And that that's what God promises to do, no, no matter the experience. That's God's ability. That's one of God's special abilities to bring death out of or to bring life out of death. To take something that is broken and, and make it whole. And to form in us the, the character of Christ. And that's a higher, uh, a higher purpose of God than to make us um, happy. Um, now, when we follow and come like Christ, that does fulfill us. That does lead us to joy. It does make us happy. But His utmost purpose is to form the character of Christ. Us. Now, that's not the point um, today, but anytime I can get that in, I like to. <laughs> point uh, of today, though, is that God is at work in that way, forming us uh, uh, more like Christ in, in order to take the good news to every people, every nation, every family, every language around the world. And that's what we're celebrating today. And we we see throughout the the scriptures, from the the beginning, God's desire to bless the world. Uh, As we've been reading some of the passages that talk about the peoples, the the nations, the the families, God is at work blessing the nations, peoples, and families of the world. And, And we're a part of that blessing team, as he calls us To be the church of Jesus Christ. And so what we're going to do as we prepare this this week. As we're walking through Lent. We have a different uh, subject for our prayer life. As we're walking through. um, Seeking God through the city. If you haven't got one of these. And been using it during Lent. That's okay. Start now. There's a couple of these still around in the atrium. And they're they're dated. And they lead you through um, each day. Helping us focus on a particular um, element. Each week really is a particular element of prayer. And this week it's for uh, sharing the good news for everybody. For every people around the world. Uh, Our passages will lead us through 
that. Uh, and as well, today is, is really a collection of stories of the global workers that are a part of this particular congregation here in Cincinnati and around the world. And, and hearing from them and how we participate in what God is doing in and through them. I invite you to turn to our, our first passage in Zechariah chapter 8. Now Zechariah, if you go to Matthew and turn left a, a few pages, you'll turn into uh, Zechariah there, or you'll find Zechariah in the Bible. Uh, chapter 8, verse 20 and 21. Uh, it's on the bottom of page 772. Or you can follow along on the screen. Or in whatever form your Bible may be in. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you for your written word. And we ask that your spirit might continue to speak to us. Um, this day, might, that you might give us ears to hear, a, a softened heart to receive from you, and eyes to see, more like you see, your world and your church and your purposes. Speak to us, lead us. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Zechariah chapter 8, verse 20 through 21. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Peoples, shall yet come the inhabitants of many cities. The inhabitants of one city shall go to another, saying, Come, let us go to entreat the favor of the Lord and to seek the Lord of hosts. I myself am going. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This week, as we focus our our prayer attention on the evangelization of the world, of taking the good news of Jesus to all who are around the world, what I'm going to ask you to do, this is sort of like a working sermon here, like a working lunch. If you'll take a writing utensil and a piece of paper or whatever digital device you take notes on, that you'll be able to use what we're going to do is walk through some of these people, these places and these names uh, that uh, the global workers are working with around the world and we're going to pray for them during the course of the week. So I ask you to take these names and take them with you and in your time of prayer to, to lift them up um, unto the Lord. We, we uh, if you, uh, you may not believe this, but we plan these services ahead of time and... Uh, we, uh, as we were looking at this a couple months ago, we said, you know, for the, and what we tried to do every week was give us something concrete to pray for, whether it was a, a person near us um, that needed to be awakened to the Lord, or whether it was a particular area of revival in our own lives, or, or whether it was some particular element in our communities that, that we, we needed the, the, the Lord to, uh, to renew. Uh, today, it's... Uh, what are needs that uh, the global workers of this congregation, who are the people that they're in relationship with, um, who are in particular need or um, a particular uh, concern that we could lift up this week. And so Mary Suverhagen and Chappie and the mission team got connected with them and we got a boatload of uh, requests and names and people and relationships and, and needs that they're facing as they engage their worlds for, for Christ. The, the first one um, we heard from, oh, and, and by the way, you can go ahead and show the picture. Um, the, I will try 
to not use their name and their place. If I use their name, then I won't use their place. But you can see it on the screen. Or if I use the place where they're serving, I won't use their name. And that was because a number of them are very concerned security-wise that this, because this gets put on the web, even if it's just an audio, they don't, don't want their name and the place that they're serving in the, the, the same um, general area um, so that nobody can put that together and it wouldn't cause them, um, which could possibly cause them, undo, uh, cause them harm. And we don't uh, want to do that. So um, you'll... Uh, be seeing their 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 name and where they serve. And this this particular worker um, uh, works uh, um, in uh, Taiwan, and uh, she is at work putting um, Bible stories in the, the languages of uh, in, in Taiwanese and in, in Mandarin, which is a language used in Taiwan, also in China, and putting Bible stories in those languages in, in ways that are can really be heard and understood and then applied. And this particular worker shared with us um, when she moved into her neighborhood in 1990. Um, she uh, had a family live next door to her. And the daughter in that family, Daphne, became really, uh, just fell in love with uh, our worker's dog and cat. And would always come over and play with them. And through that, our worker developed a relationship with Daphne. Daphne um, is now um, a, a blooming Christian. Um, but her mom and dad and brother aren't. And so this uh, particular worker asked us to be in prayer for Daphne's mom and dad and brother. Her mom is named Jenny. Her father is Junior Hung, H-U-N-G. And her brother is Danny. So we pray both for um, her and for Daphne and Daphne's family. This uh, family um, also sent uh, notice to us. They are um, working, um, the next family, um, are uh, working in um, Thailand, Chiang Mai, Thailand. And they've been there um, for the last seven years. Uh, been in, in Thailand for 15, um, working particularly with other um, Thai Christians so that they can be um, Christian workers in their nation and in the nations around them. And uh, uh, so but they asked for prayer, particularly for Anna. Anna, um, is, and this shows you how you know God works, and we'll hear other stories like this, um, it took a couple Americans to go to Thailand to then meet uh, somebody from uh, Great Britain uh, there. And uh, Anna is British. She is uh, um, living in Thailand, though, but having particular needs just in her life and direction. And uh, they asked um, for us to pray for that relationship. So we pray not only for this family, but also for Anna. The next uh, family is uh, um, Abdel and Olivia and uh, the rest of the, their children. And they, um, the, well, they, they work um, primarily through the Internet um, what, what, and through television shows and radio shows. And what will, uh, they will um, 
get emails back or responses um, through the mail or telephone calls because of the radio or television or um, of the uh, uh, internet and they'll respond to those. And at times, Abdel will go into other countries in northern Africa and he was there recently um, and uh, was, he met with three Christian workers there. And what um, he's doing is working with Christian workers in this particular country. And uh, um, he will, they help do some of the initial um, face-to-face contact with folks who respond to the Internet because at times um, they can be spies. And uh, Abdel met with Samir, S-A-M-I-R, when he was there, and two other uh, believers from this country. And a few days after he left, Samir was arrested. In in this country, it's illegal to have a Bible. It's illegal to convert to Christianity. And uh, so Samir was arrested, and the two other believers as well. Um, The two uh, other believers were eventually released, but Samir, as of last contact, was still in, uh, in prison. So he asked Prayer for Samir, for his wife and teenage daughter who are uh, um, home without uh, Samir there. Asked uh, particularly prayer for them. For uh, um, Fatima, F-A-T-I-M-A, another uh, woman that uh, Abdel and Olivia are working with. Um, and uh, she is a follower of, of Christ. Um, it was through watching a television show and interacting with them that she um, came to Christ um, but uh, her husband um, has uh, not come to Christ. And so we ask prayer for, for her, for her husband, and her family in that um, relationship. The, the next um, is uh, Alice. You, you see where um, she's serving. And she has asked particularly uh, for um, prayer because she will be traveling to the north. And that is always dangerous. She leaves on March 25th. And so she's just asked for the connections that she will make and relationships there. Um, but that's really as much as she could share with us. But wants us to continue to keep her and this um, trip in our prayers. Um, we also uh, got to hear from John and Diane. And uh, they were able even to uh, put together a little slideshow and video presentation for us so we get to hear their voices. Prayers and support over the past 21 years. As warden at the Anglican Church, I help keep the doors of the church open for our Turkish brethren for special occasions and for a spirit-filled church which uses the facilities on Sunday afternoons and throughout the week. John also teaches a Bible study after the service. Yesterday, four new visitors along with two regulars were studying and discussing many questions they had about our faith. Through a local tennis club in the municipality, I help the disabled who want to be involved in wheelchair sports, particularly tennis and bocce at present. It's pretty exciting. And last month, I was part of a team who taught coaches from all over the country how to teach wheelchair tennis to those in wheelchairs. Please ask the Lord to give a real hunger to know God to those at church, to the regular attenders and to the visitors. We'd like a sister church building to be open again for prayer and services. Also, please ask the Lord to increase my love for the many I interact with who are disabled and for others who help them. 
And please pray for my faithful prayer partner, Fontla, now a widow. She has a daughter in full-time Christian ministry here and two other children to care for. And lastly, please pray for us as parents as we encourage our children from afar. As Diane said, thank you so much for helping us be here so that we can be involved in the lives of many. As a physician, I care for others who are serving here like us, and I supervise a group of doctors at a small emergency department. I also enjoy keeping folks up to date by teaching at conferences around the country. Thanks for your support and prayers, which the Lord uses in wonderful ways. Come visit us anytime. Have a wonderful Lord's Day. Yeah, so anytime you're in the neighborhood, just stop on by and see John and Diane. The, uh, and, and, um, the uh, next uh, couple are uh, working in uh, Jordan and uh, ask you continue to pray for them. The, uh, they asked for prayer for uh, Abu, A-B-U, Mahmoud, M-A-H-M-O-U-D, and Um Mahmoud. Abu has been working with them uh, a lot in Bible studies, in Bible studies with the local and a small church uh, pastor there and a small just Christian minority in his uh, little village. And, um, uh, but is very scared about his growth um, in Christ. He's scared that he'll lose his job. Or works. He works for in a public service. He's in a public service employee, and uh, he's uh, also um, uh, worried because his wife Um is not sharing the search with him, and for him to grow in Christ and to express that uh, would uh, could very easily lead to uh, Um um, then taking the children and leaving um, him. So he's got a whole lot as he engages um, with uh, Christ together. So pray for wisdom and for for growth in Christ for both Abu and uh, um, Um and for this uh, couple as they continue to work with them. Uh, Another passage that I just draw to your attention this week, you'll read it during the course of the week, is Luke 10, chapter chapter 10, verse 2. Jesus speaking to his disciples. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. A couple of the workers that we support are working particularly with other other workers who who will then go in their nations and nations around. Some I've mentioned and others um, are coming up. Uh, One are the the Kalmbachers who... um, are working with some particular um, individuals who are translating the scripture into the Mpur language. Uh, I know it probably wasn't offered at your high school, um, the, but it's M-P-U-R, a whole uh, group of people in an um, island, um, a nation, and uh, they have no Bible in their language. And so he asked for, for prayer um, for that and with Maritz, M-A-U-R-I-T-S, Maritz, M-A-U-R-I-T-S, Leo and Tommy, 
who are part of the team from the people who know that language to translate into that particular language. Also, the uh, classes who are um, working um, in this particular nation um, and where they're about to have a second election um, next week. And in this nation and in other uh, nations um, like this, uh, elections are not peaceful occurrences. And so they really asked him, really, they were really timid to give any other details or names or anything like that just because everyone's on high alert because of this election. Um, and uh, so we uh, want to keep them and this nation in our prayers. The next are the Stubings, and uh, they uh, serve in Zambia in a seminary there. Um, so it's uh, um, okay for me to give their name and their nation in the same breath. Um, but they ask particularly for prayers for Patrick, who is the person that uh, works on in Rich's office on the photocopiers and developed a relationship with them, now playing tennis with him and sharing Christ with him and wants to continue to pray for his relationship with him. And uh, um, Kathy uh, asked for prayers for Maggie, who is a woman that she's um, uh, um, uh, befriended and walking with them. And Maggie uh, um, is really uh, active in the, in the community and in, in parenting and in fam- to helping the families and uh, just ask particularly for prayers for, for Maggie. Our last passage to consider again, and you'll, you will uh, see this one as well during the course of this week. Um, uh, uh, Matthew 28, or Matthew, yeah, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Uh, words of Jesus to his disciples. Actually, his final words in the Gospel of Matthew. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Now all of these so far have been those that have gone, but there's lots of ways to go by never leaving. Um, Hang with me on that one. Um, International friendships is uh, uh, a ministry that um, reaches out to international students who are in the United States. Um, Pat Durst, um, who has a long history here as well, um, is a part of that particular ministry. And I think we can go there. That that, uh, is uh, um, what, um, it's not a picture of our house, but it's what my house and the Schillinger house looked like on Friday night. Because we had 60 different uh, Chinese students um, in our homes uh, eating. And then they break into Bible studies um, and uh, um, to uh, learn more about um, Christ. Uh, I was told by one of the teachers that a number of students that she's um, teaching, they're, they're taught in the schools that Jesus and Muhammad and other religious figures are myth. You know, sort of like Zeus. Um, and so they spend a lot of time just talking about the the historicity of uh, the New Testament, the historical um, uh, uh, 
arguments, in a sense, um, for the existence of Jesus um, before then they ever even get to Bible study. But that was, it was really a pleasure for us to host um, that on uh, Friday night. And I think uh, the next, you'll see a couple other pictures of other students. Um, Pat's there in the bottom right and on the left. And Pat is here as well and will um, be in the atrium to talk about uh, ways to connect that we can connect. And that's the staff of um, IFI here in Cincinnati. Um, and another way, so there, we, you know, we go around the world without having to leave home. Um, and the other way that we get to do that is through the Internet. And we've been walking with our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, um, continue to pray for Brother um, Joseph and for Nasiru, who are part of a church that they gather around a laptop on Sunday afternoons and listen to our worship service. And they are continuing to uh, um, to do that, even in the, the face of terrorists in their communities, said particularly, you know, pray for the transformation of our communities because um, terrorists really aren't good for a community. Um, they uh, generally, uh, he said, they generously dole out cruelty um, in, instead of love. So continue to pray for them. Nasiru is one who has um, come to Christ recently and facing persecution from his village. So they, uh, our brothers and uh, sisters in Nigeria, ask for our prayer. And uh, our final um, story, I, uh, you know, it just it wouldn't be a way to go to circle the globe um, without uh, Chappie um, sharing with us um, another um, story of a way that we participate in sharing the good news of Jesus with every people. Thank you. In 1980, around that time, I was on staff here. I left for Egypt in 1982. But we had a group here, a support group for public school teachers. And I had the privilege of leading that group and encouraging them to be faithful in the work that God had called them to here in our public schools. One of the people, one of the teachers that was there was a young lady by the name of Chris Goodman. And some of you, your eyes light up, but you've got to be pretty old if you remember that. Uh, But anyway, she came to me after one of those meetings and said, Chappie, could I get together with you sometime? And I said, sure. And she came in and said, you know, I really think that God may be calling me into mission work of some sort. She'd already graduated from CCM. She was teaching and equipped. And she said, you know, I think really. And I said, go for it. Go, girl. (laughs) And when I think of that, what a joyful beginning that was. Because she went to seminary. And then after that, she went on to uh, work with the Kurdish people in Berlin um, that were coming from Turkey and places like that. And many of you have had some contact with her through the years. And she has been faithful in many ways. Her life has changed. She's no longer Chris Goodman. She's now Chris Callison. And along with that, Greg, who has a passion and same kind of concern. Back about 10 years ago, we had a conference here. And it was about uh, reaching out to people that didn't have a witness in their culture. And particularly we had an interest in the Kurdish people. The largest people group 
that did not have an indigenous church there with them. And so we began to unite and form a network with people that had that same passion and concern that there would be a church, a body of believers among the Kurdish people in their own language. Many of you have had some part of that with Chris and her work in, in Berlin. That has continued, and now there's a group of people going about and ministering in the Near East among the Kurdish people. Last month, I had a special privilege. There is a gathering each year, consultation, of people that have this same passion, concern for the Kurdish people. And I went to Istanbul to join with that group of people with that passion and concern. Our workers that you see on the screen are part of that, and they're already in uh, north, northern Iraq, and they're working there. Well, the excitement of that meeting was this. When we first got together about, six or eight, about seven or eight years ago, it was to establish a church among the Kurdish people. The beginning meeting of that conference this time was a statement was made, we now have a church among the Kurdish people. And then a lot of the work that went on from then was how to reach and help those churches to grow. Not a church like this, but a group of people that gather around the word of God with a passion and concern for other people. And Chris had a part of that from the very beginnings and even until now. You know, I just want to end up, you're not too young or you're not too old to be part of God's plan of sharing the good news to other people. Maybe this morning some of you God is speaking to and you can be a part of this task of letting the world know of God's great love through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you. Thanks, Jeffy. <clears throat> Now, I, I know that we've, as the old wide world of sports, for those of you that remember that, we have spanned the globe, um, not with the agony of defeat, but with the hope of the good news. And so it could be really easy just to sort of glaze over and say, whoa, that's a whole lot. Um, but I want to share with you just one story to maybe grasp God's heart in this. If, if you have... Children, you can relate to this, but you know, you know there's a mama bear tendency that, that will draw up in a parent um, for their own child. It's just you can't help it. You know, it's just there. It just comes. It's just it just it's just gonna. If you threaten my children, then it just rawr, you know. One time in the back uh, yard when we were living uh, actually in Charlotte. My next-door neighbor's dog was in our backyard, and usually a playful dog, but Clara was little at the time, playing with the dog, and the dog growled and then started to lunge at Clara. I punted that baby 40 yards, I mean, into the next yard. I mean, it was just, it was just a gut reaction. You know, the dog lunged, and I just, boom! No, don't do that. Oh, and the dog's owner there and all. I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, that just sort of happened. And that's okay. He was a good old guy. That's all right. Dog needed it. Yeah. It's just that mama bear kind of reaction. 
That's how God's heart is for every child, for every human being, because they're God's creation. If there is a knee-jerk reaction in God, I don't think that would be theologically appropriate, but helps us understand if if there is... Just the natural reaction of God is that kind of pursuit for every human being that breathes. So for us, I know this is a lot to handle intellectually and emotionally, but get in touch with the the, the heart of God that we get to be a part of. And then I would offer to you maybe... I would, if it's not the most, it's one of the most um, greatest blessings that God has given to the legacy of this particular church. The, the privilege we have of participating in, through these folks, many of whom have came through this church, came, even came to Christ through this church. And we get to continue that blessing of God. To carry out his mama bear love for all of his creation. Let's pray together. Gracious God, we ask this week that you would help us and bring to mind times to, to lift up our these brothers and sisters unto you. you know, we, we want to... Uh, Uh, participate with them through the avenue of prayer. Uh, We thank you we get to participate through the avenue of giving in just a moment. For these, uh, and we pray for the resources that we are giving, that they would be used here and everywhere they go uh, to to carry out uh, your relentless pursuit and abundant love for all of your creation. Uh, we pray for um, Um and Abu. We, we, pray for, um, um, we pray for Leo and we pray for Tommy. We pray for Anna. Uh, we, we lift them unto you. Uh, we pray for each of the, the workers that we have mentioned. We pray for Maggie. We, we, we pray for Ricky. We, we pray for your, your hand to be at work in their lives, drawing them to you, opening their eyes, softening their heart to receive from you your grace, your mercy, your goodness and love. And Father, we would be remiss if we didn't stop and give you thanks that you have taken the scales from our eyes, that you have softened our hearts, that you have brought people across our paths to share with us the grace and mercy and love of Jesus, the forgiveness that we've celebrated, is, is praise and glory that we have been singing about this morning. And we lift up one another unto you. We take this time, those people near us, we lift those concerns unto you. We we give you thanks for Bob Parker's release from the hospital and Laura Iden's. We continue to pray for your your healing hand upon Les Aubel and Mark Shoemaker who are in the hospital. We rejoice this day in in the the birth of Catherine Jessica Lynn Noonan uh, to Ben and Jen Noonan. We... uh, Pray your healing, your your hand upon them, as they continue to uh, um, enjoy their new birth in their family, um, and we continue to lift up to you, Ralph Harris, Jean Faith, Jim Murphy, Ruth Lemon, Vivian McCracken, Mildred White, 
and others who are on our hearts, we lift unto you. And gracious God, we join together in one voice, seeking to be your people, seeking to to be the people you've called us to be so that we participate in being uh, carriers of your love and grace and mercy. Dear God, make us into your community for your glory. Connect us in Jesus, no matter our differences. Lead us to serve the world like Jesus, no matter the cost. Help us to celebrate you, no matter the circumstances. We need you, Holy Spirit, to empower us for greater works than Jesus. Amen.